Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Your miracles are an inside job. Go there to create the magic that you seek in your life. That's a quote by the amazing Wayne Dyer, who even though he's no longer on the planet, his teachings continue to change the world and inspire people. So that's number one, Wayne Dyer, put him on your must read list. Guess what? Magic is real. Our thoughts have power. Today, I'm going full woo-woo on you and talking about that power that we have to become a magnet that attracts what we want in life, both big and small. The secret powers that we have to manifest great clients, money, even a pair of sunglasses that fit and are flattering. And that's a story I'm going to tell you in a minute. It's a huge topic. I can only touch on it, tell you some stories from my life, read you some quotes, refer you to books and teachers. And I'm sure you can find so much on your own, but I'm always touching on this a little here and there if you've listened to my show. But I just decided today, I'm just going all in on this. And before I start, I want to invite you to my website, Lucy Dumas Coaching. Dot com. I have an ebook there called 10 Big Ideas for Marketing in the Real World. And I would love if you would subscribe to my podcast and also go to the YouTube channel for The Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas and subscribe there too. Okay, the sunglass story. So one time I was in Oregon and I had been a part of a workshop put on by Mitch Graff. And if you want to know more about him, you can find him in my list of podcasts, DRAF. I decided to drive up to the top of Mount Hood. The workshop was near Mount Hood. Okay, let me back up. Earlier in the week, I had lost my sunglasses. And I have difficulty finding sunglasses that are comfortable for me. I kind of have a wide head and that are flattering. And I'm pretty vain. So cute and comfortable is important. Instead of worrying about it or like, and this was just before the workshop was going to start. So I didn't have time. And I was in a remote area where there was maybe, I don't know, a mini mart or something in a gas station close by. So I just said, knowing that I have a power to attract, I said, the perfect sunglasses are going to show up effortlessly for me. So I did the workshop. It was fine. I didn't need sunglasses for that. And then I decided to drive up to Mount Hood, um, you know, to walk around in a little bit of snow and see the view. And it's a two-lane windy, windy road, as you might imagine. And I'm about to make a turn and right where there's a turn, you know, a little place where you can pull off, there's a pair of sunglasses in the middle of the road sitting on the, you know, on the dividing line. (laughs) So I'm like, well, let me see. So I pull over and I grab the sunglasses 
and they're super cute on me and they're a perfect fit. So was that just a coincidence or did I use the power of intention to bring that to me? I'll never know. It might have been, you know, then I had the awareness of looking everywhere, being conscious of it. If I hadn't set that intention, I might have driven right by them or thought, that's somebody's glasses. I hope they weren't prescription. So that's just one little fun thing. So let me share with you a little more of my thoughts. I mean, you can't not let me unless you decide to turn this off because you're like, no, Lucy, I want to know how to make money, not woo-woo. But woo-woo can help make you money. So we have a power and our word, whether we say it out loud or in our minds or we write it, our word has power. When we speak it with confidence, we connect to all the forces of the universe, and that brings us what we claim. Now, it's not an instant, well, sometimes it is, like the glasses, but there's some subtleties to it at times. But when you know that you are connected to the full creative force, whatever that is, God, the universe, um, energy, higher consciousness, just your own power to make things happen. And we focus on that. So when you know that, and then you focus on what you want, we expand. What we focus on expands. One of the things I always do in coaching is we set intentions. We do a really simple one-year, three-year, five-year set of money goals. And I always have people say, not like, I want to earn 100000 but having them say, I want to earn $100,000 a year by this date. And it's almost like there's like a chef waiting to take our order. And the chef wants to know exactly how we want our steak cooked and what we want as a side order and so forth. You know, if you say a hundred thousand without saying what, you know, maybe you'll get a hundred thousand pennies or I don't know, mushrooms or <laughs> something. So anyway, that's some of the work that I do with clients to help them with their mindset. Last week's interview was with Joel, who talked about mindset. And so this is kind of what we were talking about there. Okay, so this force, whatever it is, really loves it when we notice even small coincidences and acknowledge and are grateful and tell other people. And especially when big things happen, whatever it is, I think something is listening. And when we say, yay, thank you for that, it wants to do more because it's made us happy. Okay. Now, if woo-woo is not your thing and you're like, Lucy, you know, uh, um, mystical stuff is not, is not my cup of tea, you can call it awareness or focus. One of the first things I learned to do early in my 20s when I started reading this kind of material and learning about it was to always get great parking spaces. I still have really good parking karma. All right. So I first read about 
getting parking spaces in when Wayne Dyer's books um, and a book called Illusions by Richard Bach. And they opened me up to the idea that I can visualize or I can become aware and calm. And when it's parking, I know there's a space for me. If I'm thinking, oh, it's so crowded there, I'll never find a parking space, then I don't. Now, I don't know if the parking space opens up because I've claimed it and I just happen to be guided to be at the right place and the right time, or if it's just that my calmness makes me more able to see and relax and have that parking space available. I don't know. But either way, I use this request all of the time for so many things. So one of the tips, we could call it positive thinking, is consistent positivity and steady action coming from a clear vision. So I'm not suggesting that we just sit back, say, I want a million dollars. Boom, bring it to me. Like we need to do the things. <laughs> we need to learn and grow and put ourselves out there, especially when we're working on attracting clients and money or, I don't know, anything, new lens, you know, whatever it is you want. We have to, we have to take action. Some of those actions don't always work out right. But when we do a lot of the actions and we have this positive picture, things will unfold, things will show up much more easily. So it's a combo thing. Now, don't be afraid of the occasional negative thought. I believe that whatever this force is, is on our side and wants good things for us. When I was, um, I don't know if you've listened and heard that at one point I had a big growth in my sinus and they took most of it out, but he needed to stop at a certain point in the surgery for my own safety and then see if the little that remained would, would grow bigger. And so for four years, I tried to not be thinking about it growing. And sometimes I would think about it and it scared me that I was actually creating <laughs> the growth. And a, a dear friend of mine who showed up a lot as an angel to me during this process said, you know, well, I'll call it God for this moment. God loves us. Uh, my higher self loves me. So generally negative thoughts can be, um, you know, they just float on down the river because the positivity and the clear intention has a lot more power. But if we consistently have negative thoughts as the default, it's harder and harder for us to receive, to notice. And, you know, if there is magic, if this is magic, it's harder for that all to come to us. Um, about doing all the things, I have an acquaintance that does all the things, but she has a very negative thought pattern. And so she doesn't attract what she's looking for because 
whatever it is, whether it's that because of her little bit of negativity or a lot, I don't know her that well, she wouldn't necessarily be a, um, a magnet for the ideal clients. And maybe she wouldn't see those opportunities. So it's good to develop the, um, the positivity in general. Now, I want to tell you a little about where some of this started in our culture in, I don't know if it's worldwide, but absolutely in the U.S. Um, at the end of the 19th century and the early 20th century, there was a movement that was called the New Thought Movement. There were people that got together and tried to learn how Jesus healed and that they were coming from basically a Christian background, but they were studying scriptures. And what they discovered was that he did not see, like if someone was ill, he didn't see the illness. He, he just saw them as whole. And that was the way that, um, sorry, just got distracted by somebody smelling my roses outside. That always makes me happy. Anyway, so this, so they made this discovery and it was a whole collection of people. Um, the, uh, right now the names are flying by. There's tons and tons, but the people that started the Unity Church and a teacher that I followed a lot, which is Ernest Holmes. And if you look at people like Wayne Dyer and you, which, you know, was written 70 to 100 years later, it's really clear that that material and that way of looking at this not necessarily originated, but it was the, I don't know, it was birthed from this new thought movement. Now, I learned this later. So my daddy loved Norman Vincent Peale. And Norman Vincent Peale influenced Robert Schuller, who preached a lot. He's a minister of a big church and had a television show that was huge and popular. And he wrote a lot about the power of positive thinking. Um, a friend of mine who's a pastor had a conversation with Robert Schuller, and Robert Schuller said he mostly got his power of positive thinking materials from Ernest Holmes, and that he knew that Norman Vincent Peale also studied the New Thought movement and was greatly influenced. So by generation, my dad, the pastor, passed this positive thinking on to me. And um, anyway, so it's not new and it's not as like we tried to make it, we called it new agey in the 70s, 80s, and so forth, but it has a long history. Okay, I'm going to take a breath one sec. Because I'm kind of like, blah, 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 blah. there's so much in this. Okay, so I already said it doesn't mean you don't take actions. But when we're taking actions, we want to remember to add the woo woo. One recent story is about doing the things, but also paying attention. So one of my favorite guests and podcasts is called Photo Biz X with Andrew Helmich. And I was invited to 
submit about a 10-minute thought on 2023 to be a part of 10 other coaches for his New Year's Day podcast. And so the paying attention was, I noticed the email that he sent me. And then the action was that I made the recording. And if you want to listen to it, go to PhotoBizX. And um, there's other great teachers on there as well. Great coaches. So I always offer a complimentary session, uh, like six or seven when I'm on another podcast. And so somebody contacted me and said, is there still one available? And I was like, why, yes, indeed, I'd love to chat with you. So we we chatted, we had some great conversations, and she's ended up being a great, fun, perfect client for me, my ideal client. Well, guess what? She lives a mile from me. But Andrew is in Australia. So I did the action, but I believe the woo-woo helped, <laughs> you know, the power of attraction helped her find me in a way that was so surprising because she could be walking down the street in front of my house and I wouldn't know. And she wouldn't know that we're like supposed to link up. So that's something really fun. Um, another uh, tool in this attracting, becoming a magnet is to pay attention to our intuition. And I don't have a story about that just yet, but especially like there's a million ways to market and there's a million teachers and there's a million books to read. I said a thousand, probably a million that can inspire us. If something feels a little energizing, follow that. If someone says to you, you need to read this book, you'll love it. And then two more people do, that's a sign. That book is something that uh, you're probably going to gain value from. It's also important to try what works for others, like, I don't know, Facebook posts or um, gift certificate programs or, you know, walking down the street with a sign that says, hire me, <laughs> if that's work for others. It's good to try what works for others but also following our intuition about what would be right for us is something I highly recommend. Okay, the most important thing, I think I also have mentioned this, but I just want to say it again. To become a magnet, a positive attitude is essential. We must be attractive, not physically like, oh, if you're not cute, but we... We need to be a person that others are drawn to, feel comfortable with. Our energy, it's all about energy, having the positive energy, the P PMA, positive mental attitude. So we can't always do that. But a lot of times I use affirmations when I'm when I'm feeling less than magnetic. <laughs> My favorite one, you may have heard this if you've listened to my show, is money comes to me easily and with love. And that always reminds me of what the truth is, that over the course of my life, I've always had a level of abundance, especially 
when I relax into it and become a receiver. One story I've told before is a time when there was a recession. I think it was 91 or 92. And weddings were slim because people were short on money. And there were tons of choices for photographers. I did a bridal show and I had a lot of consultations lined up. And I did like four or five that would have normally been people that just signed up like that. But none of them did. And I think, I don't know if I already was using money comes to me easily and with love, but I started focusing on it, saying it, I wrote it out, put a, put a card on my mantle in the bathroom. Uh, when a client was driving up and I saw they were on the way, I started thinking that in my head, feeling that. And guess what happened? That next week, I had four appointments and guess how many booked? All four. So, um, those things, uh, those, I don't know why, but coming up with lots of affirmations that, that put you in a space where you're, you can relax and you can have that positive energy is something I recommend. Let's see. Okay. Here's a quote from one of my favorite teachers, which is Abraham or Esther Hicks. And if you're a fan, you know who they are. They say the more in vibrational sync you are with who you are, then the more you're allowing those things that you're wanting and the less resistance there is. The less resistance there is, then the less delay between the idea of thought and receiving. And they have lots of great books on this topic. There's a podcast. Now that COVID's over, they're doing some live uh, sessions as well. And I was at one of those. There were thousands of people there. And a, just a handful of people get to be on stage and have some coaching by them. And something told me I was going to be on stage. So I held that thought. I raised my hand every time. And sure enough, you know, I was way in the back. But at a certain point, she called me up and it was wonderful. And uh, my question was about my responsibility as a coach. And I got some great tips that I use now. Another book that I really love is called Creating Money, Attracting Abundance by Sanaya Roman. And I have picked up that book when I've been feeling like, oh gosh, I need to pull in some of the, the you know, woo-woo attraction. And I realized one day I never got past like page 30 because I became so busy with all the new work coming that I didn't have time to keep reading it. <laughs> now, I did finish it. And in this book, there are incredible exercises that um, like visualizations that they recommend and a bunch of affirmations that you could write down. I I have flashcards from those. They don't make them anymore, or I would send them to everybody I know. One of the visualizations I use a lot, and um, over time, people would ask me, 
you know, how do you get clients? <laughs> I'd share some of the things, but then I would also say, I also do my front porch marketing. What is my front porch marketing? So I will sit on my porch and I will meditate and I will picture myself becoming full of magnetic energy and love. And then I picture it going out as magnetic waves and out and out and out. And as this wave goes out throughout the city, the state, my country, the hemisphere, the world, I picture the ideal people that I'm looking for that are looking for me kind of lighting up and And then I pull that, sometimes I imagine the wave comes all the way around the earth and back to me and I pull it into myself and then I say thank you. Sometimes it comes back in the other way, like two big waves this way. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times in short order I've been contacted and had great clients. One time the phone rang immediately after I came in the house and it was a woman where she and her friend we're looking for a new photographer because a photographer who I knew well, know well, um, was moving out of state. And I was actually the person that was the closest to her style and the, the business model. Um, and they had found me in the yellow pages, which that qualifies under the do some of the things. And that used to work, doesn't anymore. Um, and I really wasn't the person that someone had recommended to them, but they thought I was, and they were wonderful clients and, um, you know, was thrilled by that and how that worked. And I've done that with, I have a vacation rental. And by the way, if anybody is coming to San Diego and you want a great place in the heart of the city in a historic little community, but near the zoo and the beaches in downtown, get in touch with me because it's pretty cool. And it's just above my garage behind my house. So we can hang out. (laughs) All right. Let's see. What's my next? Okay. Another story. You ready for another story? I am. Okay. One time I was speaking in uh, Northern California near Mount Shasta. Like, okay, it's a mountain. It's a volcano. (laughs) Shasta. And to save money, I spent the night in the president's home. This was like professional photographers of Northern California, let's say. And we'd talked about antiques. We both loved antiques and we loved using them in our photography. So before I went to the airport, I went to some antiques shops that he had recommended. Now, I had thought about you know, weeks before, something I'd really love. And I thought, I'd like a settee that seats two and has one arm. And I think plum velvet would be perfect because it's a neutral, but it's not a boring neutral. So I go into this antique shop and guess what? That exact settee that I pictured in my mind's eye was right there. Story gets better. It was in Northern California. I'm in Southern California. How the heck was I going to get it home? This was before eBay. This was before there were easy ways to buy something and have somebody 
get it to you. But I just said to the owner, I'm going to buy it. And somehow I know it's going to get to me. And as I was driving away, I pictured somebody bringing it to my front porch, setting it on the porch. And that however that was going to happen, I'm just going to let that unfold. We'll figure out later how that happens. So when I get home a couple of days later, I get a call from the person that I had stayed with, the president. And he said, guess what? I went to that antique store after you left and I saw this great settee and I was going to buy it. But the owner of the shop said, oh, a photographer already bought it. And he figured it was it was me. And he said, if I bring it to Santa Barbara to West Coast School, which, by the way, now that's in San Diego and it's an amazing, amazing week long event with brilliant photographers. Anyway, I was going to be in Santa Barbara as well for the school. He said, if I bring it to you, would you reduce uh, the fees that we still owe you? And I was like, sure, you're creating magic here. or You're participating. So, of course. So then I asked a friend who lives in San Diego and has a van if she could um, take it home for me. And she said, absolutely. And I was going to call her and go pick it up with my other car. but. One day, I hear a knock on the door, and guess what? She's there with the settee on my front porch. How did that happen? (laughs) Sometimes some friends of mine will say, who arranged that? Because there's really, I mean, I don't know, but it works. So I'm going to pause for just one sec and get a little bit of clarity about what I want to talk about next. So hang tight. So guess what? (laughs) I accidentally didn't click it back on when I was ready to tell you more. So if I repeat anything, please have a little grace (laughs) because I'm perfectly imperfect. And maybe things are going to come back in a more clear and amazing way that makes more sense. Or anyway, stuff happens. Okay. So I wanted to give you, first of all, some book and teacher recommendations. And these are ones that go way back in my life. So one, of course, I've already mentioned is Wayne Dyer and his book, Real Magic, which I think you can get the audio or a used version. I don't know if it's still in print, but it really opened my eyes. And look for the strawberry ice cream story in that, which is basically ways that we could get strawberry ice cream. And one takes effort, like, oh, I think I want that. And then I go to the 7-Eleven a couple blocks away from me. Another is thinking, I'd really like strawberry ice cream and having a coincidence that when we're at lunch, strawberry ice cream's on the menu. So we, you know, we get what we want through deciding we want it without having to do much. And the third is that we've been thinking, I want strawberry ice cream. And someone walks by and says, hey, do you want this? And it's strawberry ice cream. So uh, the more we do this, the more those three third uh, ways to get something just happen. It's it's pretty incredible. I also, I've mentioned Abraham slash Esther Hicks. 
And there's great books on the power of attraction, um, not thinking of other titles, but she also has a great podcast. And and I mentioned she does um, does have uh, events where she shows up live in different major cities. Now, some people might think this is not... Oh, I have a rainbow on my chin if you're watching this with video. How can I get that away? Okay, over here. Um, if you're thinking, oh, this is, this doesn't fit um, my spiritual path. Well, in the Bible, if you've heard of that, <laughs> there are many quotes about asking and receiving. Two of my favorites are in Matthew. One is ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock, and it will be open to you. And that I was a big summer camp girl every summer. It was my happiest week of the year, every single year from when I was 11. Uh, and there was a song called Seek and You Shall Find that runs in my head all the time. And then another one is all and all things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. So that goes back thousands of years. So it's, like I said, it's not new, new, new. Um, Ernest Holmes, a nice quote I like is, everything in life responds to the song in the heart. So I think the song in the heart can be like what we really want. Um, and also just a little something like the difference between asking for something like, Please, 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 I really need a thousand dollars. Or the, the way that's more powerful is saying a thousand dollars is coming my way. The perfect time, the perfect way. Something like that. That has a lighter energy than sort of begging in a way. Um, one of the things I do in coaching a lot is help people upgrade their words. Like, I'll try. It doesn't have power to it. I I see that for myself, or my intention is, has a lot more power. Um, Wayne Dyer says, your miracles are an inside job. Go there to create the magic that you're seeking in your life. So let's see. From creating money, I've already referred to, by setting your intentions to become abundant, you're making it an inner reality. And it's only a matter of time before your intention becomes a reality in the outer world. Now, am I saying that this is like something that works all the time, every day, just like you're ordering it up? And no. And some things we're not really ready for. Some things we may think like I have... um I have always wanted to have a life partner and it just, you know, the people that I chose to date and marry were wonderful, but didn't, didn't last a lifetime. I admire people who are able to do that, but for some reason who I am and what I went through in life, there was a barrier to that. And, um, you know, it's, it's been great to have a really successful career 
And I'm at the point where I've accepted that this is the life that has happened for me. And I'm not ruling out that there may even be somebody listening right now that's like, you know what? I really like her. I think I should ask her for a date. Go for it. Unless you're trying to like catfish me, then never mind. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so one other thing I didn't mention, um, and I think I talked about putting affirmations and flashcards around the house, but the doing a dream board, a lot of you have probably heard of that, where you take a poster and you get magazines. Now, you can get things off the internet, but I think there's a power in uh, the physical of paging through and finding finding images that represent some specific things that you want in life. Um, but in a pinch, you could you could do a Pinterest board as well. But printing something out or making something and having it where you see it all the time has a lot of power. So if there's a car you want or a kitchen design or a trip or uh you know you can you can get words that are talking about your success whatever in the I think it especially works in the physical world but um these days when I do them I'm actually affirming more uh intangible things that I'd like to attract in my life if you want to write a book you can put that on it and it's been amazing how you can um like put it away after a while and then find it a couple of years later and realize, oh, look, there's my kitchen. There's this, there's that. So that's a way to bring to you what you want, uh, especially in the physical world. Now, if I mentioned this already earlier in this conversation, I'll just say it again. It's really important to write down your goals. And when I first started in the business, I was at a workshop and they said, how much money do you want to earn per year? And I wrote down $50,000. And that was a lot and and felt ridiculous when I wrote it down. A couple of years later, I found the workbook and with that number, and I was already bringing in $75,000 a year, just a, just a couple of years after I wrote that down. So I don't know why that works, but when we write it down, um, there's power in that. Also, when we speak it and repeat it, that was one last little thing. Writing a letter to yourself, or when I'm coaching, I have people write it to me as if it's a year from now and everything you want has come true. Now, I love it to be somewhat grounded in reality, but at the same time, a stretch and and like, hey, I had such a great year and here's what's happened and here's my income and these are the kind of clients I have. And I've we've got a vacation planned for going here. We took it because my income was better so we could afford to do that. And I've been able to quit my other job or just whatever you picture in a grounded but a stretch way, writing that down. And if you, listener right now, want to write that letter and email it to me, lucy 
with an I at lucydumas.com. I would love to read it. And if you'd like me to also then send you a link so we can set up a 20 minute chat and I can go over it with you and celebrate. Um, I would absolutely love that. So that is it for now. And I'm hoping that either this is affirming what you already know, maybe it's boom, 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 some things opening up in your heart and your mind. Um, I absolutely know that that in 91 countries, this potentially can have some impact. I'd love to know what other teachers and books you love. There are many, many that are much newer. And I just was listing ones I've read, you know, decades ago, um, because I'm not as young as I used to be. But um, anyway, that there's great things coming up all the time, uh, all on this same topic. All right. So that's it. Bye for now. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.